Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today because today we are diving into part two of our interview with Miriam Coaster. Now, if you missed last week's episode, I hope that you go back and you have a listen. Now, we are right in the middle of our series about stress. So the very first episode in this series, we were really talking about how to proactively deal with stress because it's gonna come, it's coming your way. If you are not stressed out right now, you probably will be later on today or tomorrow. So definitely go back and have a listen to that first episode. Now, last week was our second episode in the series where we had Miriam Coaster on talking all about our internal stress, talking about our reaction to stress and really our relationship with God and our relationship with ourself and how stress plays a huge role into that. And this week, Miriam is back with us again, talking about all those other relationships that we have in our lives and really stress's role in that. Because let's face it, a lot of the stress we have in our life either comes from ourselves or it comes from other people. So it's great to have a relationship expert on talking to us all about stress. Because when we can really look at it from that relational point of view and the way that God really wants us to react to that stressful relationship, it makes all the difference in the world. Now, for me, I've always defined stress as kind of that tension between reality and expectations. And I think it's so true, especially when we're looking at relationships and our lives and where that stress can really come in to play because we have a certain expectation in our heads of how things should go on how other people should act, how they should behave, how they should respond to us. And when it doesn't quite go in alignment with that expectation, then there's tension. And that tension is really what stress stems from. So Miriam is going to walk us through some really great strategies and tips to help you deal with the stress and relationships you have in your life. Now, just in case you're listening to part two and you missed part one, let me introduce you to Miriam. Now, she is a wife, a mom to two young kids. I mean, she's got a two-year-old and a three-month-old, so very, very young. Now, she's also brilliant in what she does. She has a doctorate in neuroscience. She's also a licensed marriage and family therapist, and she works primarily with couples and women in her private practice in Tennessee, but she's really passionate about helping people grow towards healing and restoration in their closest relationships. Now, she is also the co-founder of In Relationship and a Marriage Workshop called Seven Conversations to Enrich Your Marriage. Now, if you're looking for another podcast that you want to subscribe to and learn from, she also has a podcast called In Relationship. So I hope that you go and you check her out over there. So without further ado, let's get into my interview with Miriam, part two. All right, Miriam. So last time we had you on, we talked a lot about stress and the way that it shows up in our relationship with God and kind of his role in that, but also the way it identifies in ourselves. Now today, we're going to be talking about relationships and stress. So I'm really excited to dive into this because I think that this is really where you shine and all the gifting that God gave you. And I think that there's so much wisdom that you have to share on relationships. So where we kind of picked things off last time was in that heart issue with stress and being able to identify where that is in ourselves, repenting 
for how that has kind of affected or come into our relationship with God, where we can learn to grow with that. Now let's talk about really stress in relationships. Now you had said before that this is really where you see relationships kind of come into play with stress, right? So talk to us a little bit more about how stress and relationships and how those two things play in with each other. Yeah. So when that shows up in relationship, typically, you know, there's some type of pattern that's coming up for individuals that are causing undue pressure and emotions are coming up that they don't know how to navigate. They are feeling stuck and having increased tension or looping arguments It's the same constant conversations and no resolution in conversations. So that's an indicator that, okay, there's something stressful that's happening and that's ongoing. And so how do we approach this? How can we talk about this? How do we work through things in a way to move toward healing and restoration? Beautiful. And I know last time we were talking about those three different ways of the stress indicators, right? The feelings and the thoughts and the body sensations and Really, we talked about like those feelings and thoughts towards others too, and being able to kind of stop before we maybe vocalize those or, or jump into those conversations. So you gave us some really great tools about how we can process that depending on our personality or, or where we are in that process. Once we kind of feel like maybe we've identified that, when do we bring that to the other person or do we even bring it to the other person? So you gave the, the beautiful illustration of the need of cleanliness in your house and some stress that might arise when your husband's not doing what you would perceive him to do and kind of the stress that that can play into it. Would that be something that you would want to bring to his attention or at what point do you know when to share and when to just move on and put things under the rug? Yeah. So I would say it just, it depends on what's really bothering you about the relationship. So assessing those heart issues, those feelings, those thoughts, those body sensations are good markers. And I would say, you know, spending that time in that self-reflection is what I would call a category of ownership. We are sitting in that stress and owning what is our part to play in the stress? Because whether you like it or not, the other person, and it's especially if it's your husband, you know, they get to see and experience what's on your face, on your body, how you react. It's not like your coworkers who just see you for a certain hours of the day, but they get to live with you. So they get to experience everything that you're experiencing too. So whether you like it or not, they experience the stress, even if you want to share it or don't share it. So I would say that the ownership piece is a big part of beginning the process of sharing and even considering whether to share. So in that self-reflection ownership time, so one of the ways to start that is through, like you said, the feelings, thoughts, and body sensations. And in those moments, praying for, like I said in the last podcast about humility, wisdom, and connection with God. I'm just going to go back to that cleanliness example. So when I was able to just slow down and access my own heart issues, I began to realize again that God orchestrated even these small mundane moments of discord for my good and sanctification. I noticed the heart posture of wanting control, wanting peace in my way, in my time, and for even not showing grace and mercy to my husband, who probably had a full day of work himself. So he was probably exhausted himself. So repenting of that is important. And then I think the other aspect that God also shows during that ownership self-reflection time 
It's just the gospel perspective, you know, recognizing that I need grace from the Lord, that, you know, the gospel shows us that grace is not only something that saves us, but also sustains us. It's the grace in which we can stand and survive. So I pray that, you know, hey, Lord, I want to receive your all-sufficient grace in this moment, you know, grace for multiple things, grace to accept that I may not have a clean home in this season, and that's okay. Grace to believe that true peace doesn't come from depending on earthly things like cleanliness, but really being content that Jesus is with me and he's going to help me sufficiently meet every need in every season. I also needed grace to believe that relationships are actually more important in the long run than a clean home for a day. And that I also needed grace to extend mercy to my husband and restore my relationship with him. Because this is ultimately what God had done for me. He extended mercy to me, and I want to show that to my husband too. So all of this sort of helped me assess what was really, really bothering me that day, you know, and what did I really need from my husband or desire from my husband So when I was able to slow down from that stressor and access all of these things, I was able to realize, you know what, I really want to share my burden of what was happening with me emotionally that day with my husband. Since I had to deal with a lot of it by myself, I was just feeling exhausted and weary. And I just wanted someone to hear that and validate that reality. They didn't have to fix anything. I just needed to be heard. And so as I prayed, I also felt the prompting to say, hey, this is what would be really the heart of the matter. This is what I really want to restore connection. This would be a good thing to share with my husband. So that's when I was ready to say, okay, I'm ready to initiate connection with my husband and approach the relationship. And I love too that you mentioned restore connection because oftentimes when the stress comes into those relationships or we had a stressful day and we're bringing the stress into the relationship, it can create that disconnect, whether it's a spousal relationship or a coworker relationship or a friend, or even sometimes with our kids. And I have older kids and certainly, you know, our relationship has changed over the years and I can definitely bring stress from work home sometimes and that can get in the way of our relationship. So I love that you have that as a a reconnection. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the reconnection piece is so important because again, we don't want to live this life alone. We want to be able to share our burdens with our spouses, our closest relationships. And so what I kind of suggest usually is once you've gathered your thoughts and have self-reflected and have are emotionally ready, you can move to the other person and ask for an opportune time to share your heart with them. So that's kind of what I did. And I said, hey, you know, I know we had a discord there. We were not seeing eye to eye and I just went off on you and that was not good. And I need to share with you what was really going on. And so when I was able to be honest, he wanted to actually hear what was going on. And so in that reconnection time, I said, hey, this is what was coming up for me as my stress indicators. These were my feelings. These were my thoughts. These were my body sensations. So I talked about that frustration thoughts like heat and care, the tightness I felt in my shoulder. But then I said, you know, all of these, when I spend time with the Lord, help me access my own heart issues of what was really going on and how God really helped me to gain perspective 
and just really depend on Christ's grace to be able to know what I was truly relying on for my sense of peace instead of God himself and that he was giving me mercy. And so I wanted to extend mercy to my husband. So when I confess that and I shared that, all of a sudden there was a softness in the relationship. You know, he realized gosh, there's more there that's going on that she wanted me to be part of. And he was honored to feel invited into that place. And that felt really special. And again, that that's that restoration piece. And so I asked for what I needed to restore that connection with him and then talk through, okay, if we were to deal with this type of stressor in the future, how could we work through that? So I shared my desire to be heard and seen and how difficult the day was. I wanted to know that I wasn't alone. And so we talked about expectations and how to work through a similar situation in the future. And again, he was really moved to listen to it and come toward me and empathize with me, which was really special. And again, God allowed for that restoration to happen. Mm, And how beautiful that is. And I can only imagine that having that type of a, a connection, reconnection with your spouse, especially, and how that can just really deepen your relationship and your connection overall through one conversation. Yeah. And it's fascinating because it's these small mundane moments that God uses to create that sense of richness and togetherness in our relationships. And he wants that. It's not in the special moments we might share at an anniversary vacation, but it's in these small mundane moments. So God invites us to more depth in our relationship. And so I really value that. Mm. And of course, you know, not every reconnection conversation, I imagine, goes as beautifully as that particular scenario. But one of the things that I really stood out to me as you were sharing kind of that process or that or those steps to kind of go through when you're having that conversation is it came right back to what you started off the conversation with about our opportunity to grow in humility and wisdom and connection. So, I mean, it's really when you were expressing yourself in that conversation, all three of those pieces, humility, wisdom, and connection were so evident and the way that you were describing the situation from your point of view and every step of that way. So share with us just some tips. If maybe this reconnection needs to happen with a coworker or a brother-in-law or a sister-in-law or a parent, maybe someone who doesn't have like that, such a, a close connection and a special connection as like a spouse who really gets us. What can we do if we know we need to have this type of conversation, but maybe it might not be as easy to have? Yeah, so that's a great question. And again, it kind of, you know, our circles of trust are different. We feel the closest with God, with our spouses, and then, you know, the next level with with different relationships beyond that. I would say, you know, think about what does emotional health look like in those relationships? What does healing look like in those relationships? Because part of the process is you don't want to keep it all in and fester, you know, and then more hurts kind of pile up on hurts. You want to be able to honestly convey how you're feeling but also say, okay, what is my responsibility in this relationship? And then what is my capacity and their capacity too? Because they might not be emotionally available or responsive or engaged to actually connect with you in that way, you know? So you might not be able to feel that fullness of restoration, but maybe they would be open to just hearing, hey, this was a tough thing. 
and you felt hurt and then leave it at that and then you can say hey you know if I have the opportunity I would love to share more if you're open to hearing about it and if they're emotionally healthy and want to do this then they would want to have that and if not they'll just say okay and then shrug it off and move on but at least you did your part so that ownership exactly. piece, you did Right, exactly. So that ownership piece, you know, and so you can feel like you did everything in your part to do the best you can to restore that sense of relationship. Again, you can only do so much. So knowing what your responsibility is, what does emotional health look like in the relationship? What would healing look like in the relationship? And what is their capacity? Because yeah, if they can't provide that, you can't expect that either. Right. Well, and I think that that's such a, a great key point too, of just what you were saying about evaluating that relationship. And, and I know in previous episodes, we've had guests on talking about evaluating where you want that relationship to go, what the future mm -hmm. of that relationship is, how much you want to invest in that relationship. Stress and relationships just go hand in hand, all yeah. relationships, whether it be, you know, your neighbor that made you mad <laughs> or mm -hmm. your boss or your coworker, or, you know, it can be the littlest things. And, and even to your example, you know, a, a stressful day and the smallest little thing can be that tipping point that mm -hmm. kind of can send us over. So, you know, these tips have been so incredible for you to share with us. Thank you so much for your generosity and how much you've been sharing. I think it's going to help a lot of women who are listening. It's certainly going to be helping me. I mean, stress is high in <laughs> everything that we do in our relationships and our work and in our daily lives. So I love that you've brought in these three pillars to really link together balance and the way that we're dealing with stress. Now, before we let you go, are there any other parting thoughts you have? Anything else we did not cover about stress that you feel like is important for the listeners to know? Yeah, I think what I would say is that this comes with practice. This is not easy to do but God calls us to greater places of intimacy and restoration and connection. This is why he came to rescue us and save us so that we might be in a full relationship with him and we might know the depths and the heights and the, and the breadths of his love. And he wants the same for us with him and with other people. So, but all this is, you know, really easier said than done. And with the chaos of kids and life and busyness and work, it's really difficult to navigate these stressors in the most important relationships in our lives. So vulnerability is difficult, no matter what stage of life you're in, just know that you're not alone because a lot of moms feel the very same way. And we really want to see, we're not looking for perfection, but we want to look for connection. Even if that means a small heart posture that's turned to a restoration with God, ourselves or others. I feel like God teaches me the same lesson over and over again because I'm such a creature of habit and don't fully grasp the depths of everything that he wants to teach me through these stressors. So I feel like I learn so much through each round of it. And so just know that he, God in his sovereign wisdom and love cares about you and loves you to want to bring these things so that you can grow in holiness, in Christ-likeness. Mm, so beautifully said, so beautifully said. Now you have a podcast. I know I'm going to be listening to it because like you said, this is a process. And I think the more we can have that wisdom pouring into our ears, influencing our thoughts, influencing our mind, it definitely does help. So I know I'm going to be listening to your podcast. Share with everyone what your podcast is and what they can expect when they listen. Yeah. So you can listen to the podcast and even subscribe to the mailing list through inrelationship.us. That's our website. And really what we do is to 
teach and resource people on how to navigate and thrive in relationships. So we interview experts, we dialogue about current events, any place where relationships are difficult and hard, but also good. We want to know how to navigate that well, because the best things in life happen in the context of relationship. That's what we believe. So that's how you can sort of connect with me and learn more about that as well. Fantastic. And and you do clinics as well, right? Around yeah, we have, right. We have at what's called a marriage workshop. It's called Seven Conversations to Enrich Your Marriage. And so we have that three times a year. I run it here locally with another colleague of mine. And it's basically a fantastic weekend for couples to come and enrich your marriage, but also really know how to have hard conversations and restore that sense of depth and intimacy and connection in your marriage like you've never experienced before. And it's fantastic because every couple gets to get paired with a counselor. So you get to really work through some hard issues one-on-one with help, but also know, walk away with tools on how to know how to reconnect with your spouse after the weekend as well. Oh, that sounds amazing. And where are you located? Yeah, we're looking in Franklin, Tennessee. So it's about 25 minutes south of Nashville. Fantastic. So when you're having these weekends, what a great trip for people to come and have a weekend away with their spouse, leave with tools to be really equipped to invest in their marriage. So I would highly encourage as you're listening to this podcast that you go and check that out. Check out Miriam's podcast as well. Listen to it, subscribe, and soak in all of the amazing wisdom that you have. Miriam, it was so great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being a guest on Your Life Rocks. Thank you so much, Jenny. It was a pleasure and an honor. And there you have it. Even more great advice from Miriam Coaster. I learned so much from her having her on the last two episodes, especially as we are talking about stress. Because like I said, stress is just one of those things that we just, it's part of life. We can't avoid it. It's going to be there. But the more that we can equip ourselves to deal with it, the better that we are going to be able to handle anything that comes our way. And that's truly what this entire podcast is about. That's really what entirely everything inside of the Your Life Rocks app is about. All of the life balance courses that are inside of the app, all of those are about to help you set yourself up for anything that comes your way. You know, I started off the podcast saying that, of course, balance is possible. And I truly, truly believe that it is. Even in the very most stressful of circumstances, you could possibly be under. You know, I am just wrapping up a very stressful season in my life and I'll tell you, balance was difficult, but I had to really look at how I define balance and how I was going to define balance for myself in this season. And so I just want to challenge you as you're listening to this, no matter what is going on in your life, no matter what is stressing you out, no matter what is calling at your time, I want to challenge you to redefine what balance looks like in the season that you're in right now with what you're walking through, with what God has you in. What does balance look like for you? Because this is the thing. You get to define it for whatever you feel like it is for you. You get to define it. And that is so much more empowering than just saying it's not possible. Because truly, if we're going to walk through this life with God, anything is possible. And when he's in charge, who are we to say life is out of balance. Now, if you haven't done so already, of course, I'm going to ask you to go and get the app. And if you've already gotten your hands on the app, I'm just going to ask you to share it because 
really, I think all working moms out there who have not yet found your life rocks, who have not yet redefined what balance means for them, they need to find that. They need that encouragement to know that they can define balance however they want to, and they can be prepared to meet life at whatever it throws their way. And if you've already shared the app or you've left a review for it in iTunes or you've left a review for it in Google, I just want to thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart. I can't even tell you how much it means to me that you would leave a review, that you would share it with a friend, that you would share it on social media. It just truly, truly means the world to me that you would do that. Now, next week we are continuing in our stress series. It's our last episode of the stress series, and I am so excited for the episode. Now, we have one of my friends on who has been on the show before. Her name is Autumn Beam, and she will be here to talk to us all about stress, our physical body, and how we can really work with all of that with our nutrition. So I know you're not going to want to miss it. I am so excited to share her wisdom with all of you. So until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Bye.